Welcome to the first episode of the Unspoken Podcast. We all have stories to tell, and Unspoken is a place for people to share those stories. Each week, a topic is announced, and anyone can submit a one to two minute audio clip that will potentially be included in the following week's episode. This week, there were some great stories that poured in around meeting someone for the first time. Each of these stories were submitted from people just like you. I'm so thankful for everyone who got up to the mic and shared a story this week. Enjoy this week's collection of stories. When I was living in China in 2014, going to school studying Chinese, I lived about an hour and a half from my school. One day when I was on my way home uh, from school, at uh, one of the transit stations, um, waiting in line for a bus, uh, someone walked up to me and started touching my beard and touching my hair. And at that time, I didn't know a lot of Chinese, so all I said was, which means, yes, my beard. And after that, she moved around the line, started touching people, um, didn't really know what she wanted. She kind of put her hand in someone's face and I didn't know what she was doing or what people were saying to her. After a few minutes, uh, the bus came and everyone got on the bus and so did she. Everyone obviously knew to sit far away from her and uh, she sat with an empty seat in front of her and an empty seat behind her. Uh, she did try to move to me at one point and I kept moving around the bus trying to avoid her. Eventually she left me alone. but. Uh, as the bus moved on from station to station, more unsuspecting people would come on the bus not knowing who this person was. Some sat in front of her with her behind, and she would take her hands and put them over their eyes or pat their heads, their hair, their kind of stroke their hair. And um, people uh, just kept freaking out and um, they kept coming in and no one would warn the next person and she just kept scaring people and that was probably one of the weirdest experiences I had in China. I was 14 when I met him. There was a Christmas party at our church youth group and I went with a good friend. And when we walked in, there were a bunch of couches in front of a large projection screen playing the movie Elf. My friend and I sat down on an empty couch, and that's when a boy walked over to me and said, You took my seat. I laughed, glancing to the empty seat next to me and said, You can sit here. No, I can't, he said. I don't sit next to strangers. So I introduced myself and said, You can sit now, now that we know each other. He did sit down and he stayed for the whole movie and we talked a little bit. My first impression of him was that he was kind of cute and really weird. Later I found out his first impression of me was that I laughed and smiled too much. That was the first time I met my husband. Okay, this is just... One of those funny little stories, but honestly, one of the few times that I can actually remember meeting one of my friends. Um, you know, with most people in your life, they just, um, well, it seems like they've always been there and, and that they 
seamlessly entered into your life and you really don't recall the exact um, moment or initiation of friendship, but they're, they're just there and you're like, well, I think I met them in high school or, or something like that. But this friend, I do remember because it was kind of funny and a little awkward, but, you know, I think that's why we are such good friends now. Um, it was during high school and I was at Dillard's with uh, another friend of mine that w- and um, we were probably just screwing around or something but um, I wasn't paying attention but then the friend I was with grasped my arm with a lot of excitement and drug me over and said you remember this person right and I was like oh crap I, I probably don't remember them at all and I honestly didn't but I looked up and I saw this girl in a bright pink and black zebra striped onesie with uh, just across the shoulder purse as if she was in a completely normal outfit and I think I stared for a little longer than I should have but definitely said nice outfit and the conversation just kind of flowed so it all started a couple years back when I was a summer camp counselor at Duke University and I'm going to start it off by saying that I broke the rules to meet a really good friend of mine today and so we weren't allowed to be with kids underage of course for good reasons um it was just policy but i always thought if i have to break the rules for the right reasons then that's what i'll do and so there was a kid crying in the bathroom and it was two o'clock in the morning and i was like i'm not going to get another counselor just to keep within the rules he needs help and so we went outside and talked and there were tears and laughs and everything else but then a girl comes up and starts talking to us just saying hey how are you doing turns out later that she just likes to meet strangers but i saw her the next day after meeting her and we became friends So this is a story of how I met my husband by asking him his passport number and kidnapping him to a trip in the south of China. Uh, I met my husband in for the first time in a bar and that same night another friend asked me to go to a trip with him in this area in the south of China. And I accepted that night, so the next the next day, I said, why not to invite Luca too, which is a, a friend in common. Uh, so I asked him if he trusted me for real, he should send me his passport number. Of course, we, we didn't talk previously, so it was so weird to ask this question, but at the end he sent me the photo of his passport. We were hanging in the same school, but we barely knew each other, so it was very shocking for me that he actually sent me the picture of his passport, but I never told him why or which was my purpose with that. So having his passport number, I could uh, I could um, buy a uh, an airplane ticket for him without him knowing it. And in China, when you do this, uh, you receive in your phone a message that says that you have 
bought a plane ticket. Of course, he received this message. So he had to go uh, to a trip with me. <laughs> and we met in those mountains. The name is Jung Jaji. Thanks again for listening to Unspoken. Each week, a new episode of Unspoken comes out, featuring listeners just like you. This is a place to know and be known. This is our place to break down walls and stretch out our table. The topic for next week is talking about your favorite fort, maybe from childhood or maybe in adulthood. I'll start off the storytelling. I was around nine. The neighbor, Orville, had just passed away and their house went onto the market. Within a matter of what felt like a few days, a moving van appeared with three girls around my age jumping out. In the following weeks, they unloaded so many massive cardboard boxes. The neighborhood kids and I couldn't wait any longer. We asked if they were going to throw away those boxes. They said, eventually the boxes would be thrown away, but if all of us want them, we can use them. So we took about 40 or 50 of these massive reinforced cardboard boxes, put them all next to each other, and we started digging tunnels through them. We included a bathroom section, a lookout tower, and a few beds. Unfortunately, the monsoon rains quickly ruined that fort. Well, that's my fort story. In the future, the topics won't always be so simple, but for now, we're just warming up and working out the bugs of running this kind of podcast. So what are you waiting for? Share your story verbally on our anchor.fm page or send a voice message to nolongerunspoken at gmail.com. You can find that email address in the description down below. You can find the Unspoken podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and our social media links are in the description below. Until next time.